Hi everyone, it's me, Suzanne. I'm solo today. Hi, Saji, I miss you. Um, I thought I would just do something quick um, for next week's session for LAC1. Happy New Year to everyone. I hope that 2021 is improved. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um, so the focus for next week's session for most will be on the exam of the cardiovascular system and also talking about a care team. Um, your students just completed their two-week winter break, and they'll be coming back and starting their cardiovascular block in their basic science curriculum. So um, soon they'll be thinking about the cardiac cycle and Frank Starling curves and and so much more. So it it's uh, it continues for them. Um, the oh, before I get to the session objectives. The disclaimer, my views and opinions today are my own, and they do not reflect the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine. There you go. Um, so without further ado, session objectives. So this is what you'll see in Skills Eval. Please use it. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you engage with Skills Eval. So thank you. That's all I have to say. Um, Session objectives. Number one, we want them to demonstrate the ability to perform a cardiovascular examination with an emphasis on precordial exam, JVP, cardiac auscultation, and palpation of peripheral pulses. So I think, you know, this session would be a nice time to deliberately give an overview of most physical exam that includes inspection, observation, auscultation, palpation, percussion, and specific maneuvers based on the system. Number two, we'll be discussing review of systems for cardiovascular concerns. I've been pretty particular for their clinical documentation assignments. I, I am looking for a complete review of systems. I completely understand that in, in a primary care world, it is unusual for us to plop down and do a complete review of systems um, for patients. We're often doing a problem-focused review of systems. I get it. But for this first year clinical learning, they are learning the scripts of medicine. And I want them to uh, commit this script of a full complete review of systems to memory. It will prepare them well um, for phase two for their hospital medicine time. And as we all know, uh, as they form linkages with diseases and diagnoses and all this other stuff, it will become more, it will make more sense. But I want them to have that basic that basic framework of a complete review of systems in their toolkit before they progress to phase two. So I'm, I'm harping on it. Um, number three will be again, so presenting and documenting. So explain to the preceptor and document per site protocol, the problem focused history and um, uh, problem focused history and objective findings. Um, of course, with an emphasis on cardiovascular stuff. And then um, this week, I thought we'd progress into them taking a stab into assessment and plan. So um, we've been gradually kind of moving through uh, clinical documentation. And really, I think the, the basic concept is how do you organize information? So when they submit these notes to me, I, I um, give a lot of feedback around what is subjective information? What is objective information? I'm referring them back to your notes. So, you know, walk them through a note of a patient that you guys saw the last time. I think that's tremendously useful. I've told them, look at the note that your preceptor wrote for this patient. 
um, check out a, a format because there is still a lot of subjective, objective confusion. Um, and I think, you know, some of them think still like review of systems is actually their physical exam. So, um, so I am definitely wanting them to document. I want them to document in the EMR. I want them to document often. It is really an, an underemphasized skill in medical school. And I think it will serve them well for them to be very clinically comfortable with documenting and also navigating EMR. Um, okay, and then finally, I want uh, the student to want you guys to talk about members of the patient care team um, and how to engage in communication about a patient issue with another member of the team. So, so here's like an example. Um, you could check out the chart and just uh, look for examples of collaboration and support messaging. Like um, you get a note from the MA, from your nurse, even as simple as like a, a medication refill request and what goes into that. If you've Okay. Um, if you've got uh, a social worker, a nurse case manager, a clinical pharmacist, community health worker, um, somebody that is also helping you care for the patient, it'd be nice, um, you know, for the student to know about this. You know, the student is part of the care team, and and it's nice to emphasize that for them. That's 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 what panel is all about. How do I um, help my student engage as an authentic member of the care team? So panel and continuity. Um, and so, you know, for this objective, um, have the student engage in communication about a patient issue with another member of the team. So this could be as simple as, you know, the student gets with the nurse, the MA, about scheduling uh, the patient to come back for follow-up when they're there. So kind of lots of birds, one stone, like um, get the student um, uh, not only talking with you, but maybe spreading their wings and talking with other members of the care team. Um, so uh, speaking of panel, it's never too late. I know last session we introduced this idea of patient panel. This is really not your deal. This is the student's deal. So we want them to um, take the lead on this. If they're struggling, if they like have no idea what who a, a patient would be to enroll, then you can coach and help and support them. But you don't have to know all the ins and outs at Google Voice or how, you know, what the panel agreement is. You just need to be willing to supervise um, a contact and you need to be able to help them make that contact, you know, um, and you. This session might be a nice time to carve out um, some time for them to call a potential panel patient, or you can, if they're really struggling, you can help them, you know, chart check or chart review on some patients that, you know, you think might be nice for the student to follow more closely. You can help the student role play how to how to approach a patient to be in, in, enrolled in the panel, um, things like that. So um, just don't want to forget about panel. They are required to enroll somebody and it's there's no contract. There's no formal thing anybody has to sign. Um, it's just really uh, the student makes some sort of contact with the patient, ask the patient, I'd like to follow you more closely, you know, in COVID times, I don't know if it's possible, I'd like to be, you know, perhaps involved in, you know, your care elsewhere, you know, pre-COVID, go to a consult, see somebody in the hospital, see some of the ER. I know the visitation limitations and our surge and all that stuff preclude this, but we can dream, right? Um, so anyway, think panel, help them out. Um, Let's see. Uh, I think, you know, that was the main stuff. I said it was going to be short and simple, and I really meant it. 
Um, so uh, the next session after this one will be in a couple weeks. So the sessions this next half of the year will be more, more frequent, I think, every couple of weeks instead of very spread out. And so um, thanks so much for your support and for hanging in. I know it's tough. I know telecare is tough, um, but um, I have to just make a plug. And again, I think if you're listening to this podcast and you're, you're probably totally on board with, you know, getting the student a very active experience, but really, you know, this is not a shadow experience. This is, this is not a, if you know, this is, this is the student really, really getting hands on this, you know, in terms of Bloom's taxonomy and all those verbs, this is an application course. They're taking stuff they can practice safely in clinical skills, and they're actually applying it in the, in the wilderness, in the, in real life with you. So thank you so much for your time, your attention, for tolerating my really long emails. I told myself, is it a new year's resolution? I'll try to make these emails shorter. And then I just couldn't figure it out. So it's, it's still a long email. Um, again, we have lots of plans to get together, but life gets in the way. Um, if you have any ideas to make things better, better for you, please send them my way. And again, um, a bunch of peace, health, safety, good stuff for everyone, for you and yours in the coming year. Thanks. Bye.